Hi, Tara. Hi, Sonia. How are you? Good. How are you? I am really well. Good. I'm doing really well. Well done. Well done. Well done. Do have you? I remember when I learned that in school that you're not supposed to say very good. Like, oh, I'm very good. Have you ever heard that? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. And it stuck with me. So I always say very well now. Yeah, you're supposed to say, what is it? It's something like stuff is good, people are well, or something like that. You never heard that? Oh my God. Well, you were in school like a long time ago. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like I'm a lot older than you I should remember something like this you're not a lot older than me 10 years oh like almost exactly huh Mm -hmm. because how old are you 54 so were you born in 1969 yeah (gasps) I was born in 1979 10 years see that's insane I know oh my god kindred spirits hi guys it's me Sonia B Uh, Yeah, once again, I forgot to introduce who this guest is and how I know them. So Tara is one of my friends for a very, very long time, which we will talk about later in the podcast. And she has been on the podcast and was on the podcast last season. We met through her sister, Danielle, which like I said, you'll hear about more later. But we've been friends for a very long time. And I wanted to have her on this episode because we had both been to Bali, so I wanted us to share that experience. But like I said, once again, I forgot to introduce the guest, which you guys should all be used to right now. Now back to the podcast. Uh, so I've just been like living life over here, and I... Okay, so you know I have the thing about like people coming into my house, like I'm scared that I'm going to get like robbed or shot or stabbed or raped, like all that stuff, right? Yes. So I had these rosaries on my TV that I had them on there forever, but then when I started having the house cleaners come, it was like I didn't want them to have to worry about that, so I took them off and I put them on my doorknob to my bedroom. So I was like, oh, this is such a good idea. Like I'll put them on my doorknob to my bedroom and then if somebody comes in, they're not going to know that they're there on the doorknob. So when they open my door, it's going to like rattle and then I'll be up and I can do the plan. Right. Which is like mace. Cause I have, I sleep with mace now. <laughs> you can laugh. Your, your baby oil. No, but Oh my gosh, no baby oil, but dude. Oh my, you totally sidebarred me. Sorry. I was in the shower two weeks ago. And I was just showering, do-do-do, washing all the stuff on my body. And Jimmy starts barking. And he doesn't bark when I'm in the shower. Like, it just doesn't happen. Bitch, I blacked out. Like, I was like, it's happening. This is it. Like, it's fucking happening right now. I literally jumped out of my shower, which I have, like, marble floor. And I was like, I kept my feet on the ground and I slid out of there because I was so scared I was going to slip and fall and bust my ass and I was going to wake up being raped. Sonia. I know. So I like, I opened the door and I like ran out. It was nothing. It was nothing. I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. My hair was dripping. There was water everywhere from where I had skated out. I'm not kidding you. Like my feet were on the ground. I was like, because I was so scared I was going to fall. You need rubber mats everywhere. Everywhere. I need those. No, because you know what's going to happen? I'm going to trip over the corner of the rubber mat. So mm-hmm. no, I can't even do that. I think I should just 
feel divinely protected. Yeah. What I'm really confused about why you're so scared. I don't know. I don't know why I'm so scared all the time. Past life shit. But one of my friends recently told me who was single and now they're in a relationship. They told me that since they have been in this relationship, that they have never slept better. That they didn't even know that they didn't sleep well because they were single. She was single. And she said that she didn't even realize that she didn't sleep well until she got into this relationship. And now, because a man's there, she's like, she said, (laughs) we need to find you a man then. I know. We need to find me a man that can sleep here so I can be like, so I can be in the shower, like calm. I swear, like when I shower, I wash my face so fast because I don't want my eyes closed that long. Like, because you don't know. (laughs) Sonia. I cannot relate. <laughs> and you have all those dogs too. So if, those dogs are afraid of their own shadow. Uh, yeah. But if somebody came in, oh yeah, it'd be on and popping. Yeah. So yeah. Cause they're like, their bark is scary. They're dude. Their bark is scary. So anyway. Okay. So back, back to the lecture at hand. I'm, I have the rosaries. And so cut to, I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. <laughs> I open the door to go to the bathroom. Clink, clink, clink. I, I blacked out. Like, I was like, I was so scared when they hit the door. Oh. I was like, like somebody's in the house. <laughs> and I turned around, like, for the mace. And I was like, well, this is a bad plan because the light wasn't on. Because I had to just go to the bathroom. Girl. I turn around, I'm like, searching for the maze. Like, <laughs> this is shit show. You're, you're like, I love Lucy. I do, it's like, it's just all the time. It's just shenanigans in this house all the live By long day. By myself. These things are happening. It's ridiculous. I can't with you. Again, no, please, everybody, please know this is like such a protected house. Like, it, there's, there's cameras everywhere. Like, I, I would be alerted so many times if there was even somebody in the vicinity of the <laughs> premises. <laughs> so I'm used to the rosaries now there. I'm still going to keep them on, but it, I literally like the shit out of yourself. My heart, it felt like it stopped. Like I was like, <laughs> like I couldn't take it. It was so bad. So yeah, I, oh my gosh. And then like TMI, but I don't know if anybody has had this happen before. (laughs) So I was on my period. Yes, people, we have periods. It happens. It's happening. Like nobody get grossed out. Our bodies function this way. Like it's what it is. I've never had this happen. I have my tampon. I go to put it in and the sick joke of the universe my thumbnail got caught between the tampon and just a little bit of skin of my vagina i saw white like (laughs) like i saw white like it hurt so bad i literally almost threw up that's like how bad it hurt i I can't even picture what you're trying to say okay so you like you're (laughs) You're putting in your tampon, like in your vagina. And somehow when I, oh, when I went to push the plunger, I just moved my hand a little bit to push the plunger to shove it up there. 
And it just got like my thumbnail just moved a tiny bit and it just caught. I have never experienced that kind. I blew out my ACL. I've cut my head open. I have never experienced that kind of pain. I literally saw white. So like you scratched yourself? It was a pinch. Oh, a pinch. Like it pinched my nail between like skin, nail, tampon. No. Vagina. Nail, skin, tampon. Okay. Pinch. I, uh, I was like, oh my God, I'm like sweating even thinking about it now. (laughs) It was so awful. Oh my God. And now, so now can I just tell you like, okay, you know, when you like (laughs) stub your toe or hit your shin on a piece of furniture and then for the next year you walk all the way around that furniture or like you totally avoid like, oh, I remember like when I stubbed my toe on that one thing. (laughs) I seem to always run into it over and over again and again mm-hmm. yeah no i don't do that like, <laughs> like i learned my lesson oh my god so i like and then the whole rest of that week with my period i was just like, <laughs> like i was so scared even though it's never happened in i don't know how did i get okay so in 20 years or 30 of years of having my period that's never happened and now i was terrified oh my god it was like i was just learning to put on a tampon again like i was like oh my god okay where do my fingers go like so that i don't like it was so awful oh my god this and this is all happening again alone in my house by myself like just living the dream living i wish i was a fly <laughs> buzzing around watching your fucking shenanigans just all the live long day shenanigans. Oh Ugh. my god, You're uh, too much. Okay, and then I've been intermittent fasting, which has been awesome. I'm sleeping better. In the morning, I'm waking up like I don't feel groggy. I've been doing so well. Huh. So, cut to. I don't fast on the weekends. On the weekends, I live my life, but I haven't been eating crazy. I've just been living my life. <sighs> I had a little bit of time and I decided, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. And I went to IHOP and I got a chicken fried steak breakfast that comes with pancakes. Did you know that that meal comes with pancakes? No, I don't do chicken fried steak. <gasps> you don't do it or you? It kind of grosses me out. I don't Why? know. Why? I don't know. <gasps> oh my God. I live for chicken fried steak. No, well, not anymore. So I got chicken fried steak. I ate it. And the pancakes. I went so hard. It was like, I was on death row and it was my was last meal. Was it your meal. birthday? Not my birthday. I did not get a raise. It wasn't anybody's birthday. It wasn't like pancake. You know that pancake day? It wasn't even pancake. It just, it was just a random Saturday. And I was going to your house for a pool party. I fell asleep on the couch after I ate that meal. I was like, <laughs> like passed out. And then I was going to your house and I was like, so I took all kinds of Pepto-Bismol Get to your house. You made all that good food. Mm-hmm. I couldn't eat any of it. Mm-hmm. And then I got in the pool. And we I don't know if maybe it was like we were floating. I don't know. All I know is like all of a sudden I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> and I felt so sick. I went into your bathroom and I just looked at the toilet and I... I'm sorry. I vomited everywhere. Just like. But please tell the people the toilet didn't make you throw up. No. It's very clean. (laughs) (laughs) You 
make it sound like I looked at your dirty ass toilet <laughs> and it was so easy for me to puke in it because it was already so dirty. That thing was sparkling. It, it was no, maybe you know what? Maybe that's what it was so welcoming because it was so clean and tidy that I was like, but I've never been able to do that because I hate throwing up. And the sec oh look, I had to swallow hard right now because it got bad again. And then I threw up the whole rest of the day, and I was still sick the next day. That's weird. Isn't and that weird? You would think the pool, floating in the pool, would calm your stomach, maybe? You would think. But you got motion sickness. I got motion sickness. And I was just like, oh. I just had to sit there. Like a freaking statue. That's in the pool, Like a fountain in the pool, just sitting there. Yeah, I was mad at you I for know. eating so much, because I made that food. I know. And I was and like, I nope, you don't get to take anything to go. <laughs> yeah, you were so mean about it. I was like, no, I'll take some home to no. eat. No, no, you can't take anything. You eat here. Uh-uh. You eat no. here. Too bad. I was so sad. That was like so mean. <laughs> and it looks so good. <laughs> and I can't I, even apologize for being mean because I meant to be mean. <laughs> I know. And you... You overindulged before coming to my house knowing damn well I was going to have food. I know. And that's the thing about going to your house is like you should never eat or drink. You need to go to your house on like empty everything because it's going to be hooked up. <laughs> You. And I know that we've been friends for how many, we discovered that day that we've been friends for like almost 20 years. I thought it was longer. No. Well, yeah, I think maybe it's, 20. Yeah, yeah. I think we, how, isn't that crazy? It is crazy. That we have been friends that long. I cannot get over it. Considering. Seriously. Considering. We weren't supposed to be friends. We weren't. Danielle thought we were hurt. So your sister, Danielle is who introduced us and she thought that we were going to fight each other because we we're both special we're so special we're so special <laughs> i know i know we never like to say we're special but we're we're a special kind of person <laughs> we're too much alike yes and it's scared danielle she's like oh my god they're gonna they're gonna fight each other and it was so crazy oh my we god like, we clicked like that you're like oh my god we hate everybody <laughs> Oh my God, they're so stupid. Look at all the stupid people. And then we went to Bali at the same time. Uh-huh. We're like, oh my gosh, we're so crazy. Why are we like this? Yep. That was amazing. And we're like freaking twins. Twins. Okay, so last time we were going to, last time I was on the podcast talking, all of our friends were going to Bali. They were just about to leave. And I had said that I was muting everybody. <laughs> I remember that. I was muting everybody. I wasn't going to look at them. I wasn't going to see them. Nothing. None of their posts. None of their Hide posts. them all. Hide them. Unfriend them. We'll be friends when you get back. <laughs> and I'll ask you first. So how did it feel for you seeing all of our people in Bali? I... Honestly, wait, this wait, is... wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. How first, what, what, what was your anticipation of how you were going to feel? FOMO. Okay. Severe FOMO. Okay. Severe FOMO. I can't even, I was like, oh my God, I felt the same way. I'm like, I don't want to see any of their stuff. I'm <laughs> going to be so jealous. I'm going to be so, duh, I'm going to kick myself in the butt for not going. But seeing everyone's posts, I was so happy and so emotional. I literally teared up. On, I'm in a freaking car right now. <laughs> Teared up watching everybody post their stuff. Because I'm like, oh my God. 
can I say names? I can't say names. Don't say names. Just so happy that they were there for their first time and second, third time, whatever mm-hmm. it was. But I was just like, oh my God, it's beautiful. It's amazing. I'm happy they get to experience that because we got to experience that. We got to do all those things. Granted, they're staying in different hotels and, you know, doing a few different things, but no, we, we got to do that. Uh-huh. Three, two times. Wait, when did I go? I went twice. You went twice. Yeah, I went three went times. times. Yeah. So I was surprised how happy I was for them. And, and like waiting for the post, right? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Waiting for the next one, the next one, the next one. <laughs> Loved it. I was a stalker. Like, uh-huh. cause it's 15 hours ahead. So when we were waking up, they're going to bed and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And since I get up so early, it was actually, a li- it was, it was, I think it was about an hour or two before they would be going to bed. So I'd be like, ugh, go to bed. Because I know that's when you guys all post is when you're in bed. Yeah, yeah. Like, get your asses to bed. That's so funny. <laughs> I thought I was just going to be so envious and jealous. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I'm going to be so mad about it. I It was the same for me. I, A, could not wait until they were dropping posts and mm-hmm. seeing what they were experiencing. And then also it was like, okay, so people always are like, Sonia, what is it about Bali? Like what, like why, why are you like so invested in Bali? And the only way I can explain it is I feel like for me, my personal experience of Bali is I don't have the space or capacity for anything that doesn't come from a loving like way of being. It's mm-hmm. all just, you're happy for people. You're happy for your situation. You have a ton of gratitude all the live long day while you're there. And so I feel like that is like the magic of it. And you can't have any ill feelings anytime Bali's involved. Mm-mm. It's impossible. Yeah. Like you can't look at what they're doing. You can't look at anything and say, I wish, or I hope, or I you can't, it's physically impossible. All you can experience is joy and happiness for mm-hmm. them while they're there. And then you also remember like divine timing and where you're supposed to be and having gratitude for where you are now. It yeah. is the, it's so weird. Cause I, that's not how I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but then it's also kind of like, and I'm going to get totally all like Jesus and Gotti, but like, it reminds me totally of like how God wants me to be like God wants me to be in a place of gratitude and peace and happiness for myself, for everyone around me. And then just like, I mean, not to be like ridiculous, but like, and the world, like, yeah, it's like cue the, we are the world music, like cue all of the ridiculousness, but that's literally how Bali makes you feel it. Like you feel like you're part of a collective. Yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah. It's so weird. But also the work, mm-hmm. being in the work, experiencing the work of Holy Healing Bali, we are in a different place mentally, emotionally, because yeah, there, there isn't that for me, there mm-hmm. isn't any jealousy. There isn't any, any reason to be angry, mad, or you know what I mean? Okay. So let me rewind. Yes, we have our moments. Yes, I get pissed off. Yes, I get mad, angry. But that, experiencing their experience, watching their experience, 
yeah, it wasn't there for me. No jealousy, the FOMO, none of it. None and it of is it. again back to the the personal development, just growing. It's growth, right? Being truly, genuinely happy for someone. And it's and I know like that's the thing too is like if I'm not genuinely happy myself, it really isn't possible to be happy for other Mm-mm. people. That's nope. I I'm not saying that about anybody else. I'm saying for me, mm-hmm. I know now in everything that I've lived and experienced through the work through all of these other venues, like if I'm not happy, I can't be happy for Mm -hmm. anybody else. Absolutely. Whether it's consciously or subconsciously, Mm -hmm. it's just very, very challenging. And that's, I think what also gave me peace was like, I'm in a really good place Mm -hmm. despite everything that's going on. Like regardless of how challenging things are, life is good. Mm -hmm. And we, and I should just always be very grateful for where I'm at all the time Mm -hmm. and then it reminds me also like I am a loving person I am at peace I am extremely grateful because I I feel like sometimes I get out of gratitude for things but it reminds me like no I was so grateful that they were having that experience like oh my gosh this is amazing and then I was so excited for the next group to go Mm -hmm. They're also going to Mexico. There's a group that's going to Mexico in October. And I'm just like, have I let go of that part of my life? Like, am I over FOMO? Am I, because I know if I'm quote, like missing out on something, Mm -hmm. I'm not missing out. It was never meant for me. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. So we'll see (laughs) if that's true. But, but for this and what was what I was experiencing, I didn't have any FOMO. Mm-mm. None at all. Mm-mm. It was beautiful. It really was. And then I also had like visceral memories of from when I was there. Mm-hmm. Did you have that? Oh, yeah. Right? I, that's funny that you say that because, yes, watching them in the temples and all of it. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was there. Right? Like, I, I mean, we were there, but like I was currently there with them that's how it felt yeah. it was so weird i was like oh my god we're there we're mm-hmm. there with them like the water temple what was the name of the water temple um turta and pool yeah that cold water yeah <laughs> i was like Burr. Co- right <laughs> yeah i know right and immediately it's like my nipples are gonna freeze <laughs> off right now um but and you know i know that there were people there that had that were dealing with some things you mm-hmm. know um health wise and I was just so happy. I, like seeing them in that water with those prayers. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like this, that's amazing. Like no, I just couldn't. I was, I was crying. Yeah. I seriously was crying watching their posts. It was amazing. Yeah. It was so cool to be. And I will be there next year. So I have money down for next year. So I will be going back to Bali. Uh, and then I'm, they're also doing... Holy Healing Bali is also doing a European trip. So I'm also doing a European trip with them. I'm doing that one. I can't wait. I know. I'm it's excited for that awesome. one. Me too. We need to get walking shoes like right now. We need I have the... 10 pairs. Oh yeah. You have like a whole bunch of ugly walking shoes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So it was just, it was awesome. It was just really, really cool to see that. And yeah. I just, it just made me think again. And that's like coming back to it why I feel so 
like beholden to Bali is because even when I'm not there, this is what it brings out in me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I know I have it in me obviously. And I just, my next focus is how do I always be in that space? Like, mm-hmm. and that's what I pray to God for every day. And I always pray like, <clears throat> please God, give me grace. Please God, show me gratitude. Please God, grant me peace in the areas that I cannot Please let me let go of anything that's in my heart for some, for anyone who I'm still holding on to subconsciously or consciously. Like I pray that every single day yeah. and I can't wait for the day when I don't have to pray that anymore. Cause it'll be there. It'll just be there. It'll yeah. just be there. And I might never get to that. Right. But as long as I'm praying for it, it's at the top of my mind. Yeah. And so then I have to, you know, okay, come back to the light, Carol Ann. <laughs> Reel it in. <laughs> Reel it in. Everything's going to be fine. You're fine. So yeah. And then my rosary hits the door. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. So, so we, I've actually been coming out of my house. This is crazy. I've actually been like going out and doing things now, which is a lot of fun. Who knew that people were socializing and like getting together. Who knew you'd have so much fun? I know this is wild, but I've lately been seeing a few of my friends who are younger quite a bit younger than me you know they're in their late 20s early 30s how did we become the old ones when did that happen (laughs) I'll speak for myself sorry no when did that happen like when did we become the Thea's uh I'm Nana oh that's right you're fucking Nana Tara well I'm still a Thea Nana Chankla I'm still a Thea yes you are I am so I'll take that like oh my gosh but I've been seeing our friends and you know, we have a lot of Mexican younger women, you know, that we're friends with. And a few of them are telling me about their lives and, you know, just kind of what's going on and stuff. And they're talking like they're 10 to 15 older, 15 years older than they are. And what I've come to notice, and I don't know, you know, I'm Mexican, so I'm speaking like from a Mexican perspective. I don't know if white people experience this. I don't know if Asian people experience this. I'm saying from my Mexican experiences, I can't remember a time when I was in my late 20s or early 30s where women were telling me that I was still young and there was a lot of time for me to do things. Do you remember? I honestly cannot remember. Okay. And so I, it just, when they were telling me these things, they still want to have babies and they want to get married and they're still building up their careers. And a lot of them are doing things like, you know, I work in insurance. I'm not saving lives every day. Like I'm not doing anything to change the planet. And a lot of what these women are doing, they're making women feel better about themselves. They're getting people healthy with personal training. They actually are changing lives Mm -hmm. in what they do. And I've just felt really compelled to tell them, like, you're still young. Like, there is still so much time. I was literally Shelby from, like, Still Magnolias when Clary's like, oh, Shelby, I hope you and Jackson are happy, are as happy as me and her husband, her whatever her husband's name is. She's like, we had such good times. And Shelby goes, Miss Clary, there are still good times to be had. <laughs> I felt like I was being. <laughs> did you? I didn't say that. But that would have been hilarious. But that's all. And they well, may not I have did, even gotten the. Well, that's the thing. I did say it, but they didn't get yeah. the reference. But, yeah. but like, I just, 
And it's like I said, it's been coming. I've said it a few times now. And I just want, I tell them, I'm like, I wish somebody would have told me that because I can honestly say I spent, I would say a good chunk of my thirties really invested in everything I didn't have like a relationship and children and where I wanted to be in my career instead of building what I wanted to achieve. And it, it makes, I, it doesn't make me sad because I needed it. Right. But what I want to like say to women that somebody that I wish somebody would say to me is like, focus on the goal, not the time. Mm-hmm. Like if your goal is to have children then think about what it would take to get to that. Set yeah. some goals. Like if you want to be married, think about that. What am I aiming towards? Who am I dating? Who am I calling into my life? If I want to hit these career goals, what am I doing every single day to get to A, B, and C? Yeah. Because you have time. There's so much time. The only time there's not time is when there isn't. Yes. I agree with everything you say. <laughs> Definitely focus on what you want and the steps to get there. Mm-hmm. Not focus on lack because you'll always have lack. Always. But, and there's also all this time until there's not. Because then you get to 50 years old mm-hmm. or, you know, mid mid 40s. And you're like, holy shit. Like time literally does fly by. It, it and And when you're, when I was forever in a space of what I didn't have, it went faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like it's so weird. Don't, yeah. You can't focus on lack mm-hmm. cause then it always shows up. It shows up and then it's a month and then yeah. it's a year and you're right. You didn't do anything yeah. because you were thinking about what you were supposed to do. Yeah. So like, that's the biggest takeaway is there is still time. And I will tell you, Something that I think really, especially with my brother, with Anthony passing, was I savored every moment because I knew, I was like, I don't know when this time is going to be, but I know that there is going to come a time. And it wasn't even like, oh, that he might pass. Or it wasn't even like, oh, because he's going to die from cancer. It was that I just had very, very... um. I had a focused perception that life is just not going to go on for all of us. And that's what I've said in the last, probably every episode of this podcast is that treat every day like it will be your last day with whoever you're interacting with. And we, I just had someone at work pass away, one of our coworkers, and I had just spoken with that person. And they were not ill, they were not sick, nothing. They passed away of an aneurysm. Mm. And it was the, and I was just like, but you know what? The last time I had spoken with them, we had a very pleasant conversation. I recognized and appreciated all of the gratitude that I had because they had saved me on more than one occasion. And I was just like, I could feel at peace. I was sad. I, I felt for that person's team because I can't imagine what that feels like. Cause they had worked, some of those people had worked with that person for 20 years Oh man! every day, every day they worked with them for 20. Can you imagine? Oh, and so, but I felt at peace because I was like, I remember our last conversation and I know and it, was, it was pleasant and it was good. So 
for anybody out there that is like, oh my gosh, like I, there, I still haven't done this. I still haven't done that. I still haven't done this. I don't care how old you are. I don't care where, if you're alive and you have air in your lungs and your heart is beating, there is still time. So take a deep breath, reprioritize, reprioritize whatever you want in your life and then get into action. Mm-hmm. And probably go on retreat with Holy Healing Bali. I'm just saying. And if you cannot figure out what the next steps are, like I am, you can DM me. Like if you're kind of feeling like, oh my God, I don't even know where to start. I might not have all the answers for you, but I definitely know somebody that I can connect you with. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's all about connections. Mm -hmm. So there are still good times to be had. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. So I love you. <laughs> All right. So you ready for the lesson from Grandma Tony? Yes. Okay. Ooh, so a little backstory first, right? Actually, no. For the get to the point people, um, the lesson for from Grandma Tony is be a badass, but know when to call in for reinforcements. All right. So that's the point for the people that have that. What's the fucking point of this thing? And now I'll give you the details for all you detail-oriented people. So when I lived with my grandma, I didn't have my own room until I was like 13. And then when I had my own room, it was <laughs> it was this tiny little, I don't even know how many square feet it was. You could get up and turn around and there was a bed in it and a closet. And that was pretty much it, right? It was amazing. And I remember I was like, Firstly, in that room, and I was so excited because I was like, oh my God, this is my room. room. It was amazing. And I had like, I had a little dresser. You could literally, okay, I would get out of bed, walk to my closet, and then that was it. Like, that was how much room I had. But I didn't care because I loved it. And it was clear on the other side of the house from my grandma's room. And my grandma was, you know, she just had a lot of health problems. So I just hear in the middle of the night, Sonia. Sonia. Well, I forgot where I was because it was like a new room. So like I got up and I ran where I would normally run out and I was in my closet. So I was like stuck in the closet. I was like, "Ah!" and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm in my room. I'm in my new room. (laughs) And I was like, oh, no. And I like, and so I finally realized where I am. I run out (laughs) and I go into my grandma's room and her whole like left side is numb. Like, dropped her face everything's like ah! so I pick up the phone call 911 and she was like don't you call 911 and I was like excuse me I've been in school for I don't know eight nine ten years now this is a 911 situation I am sure of it because remember in the last podcast or maybe I don't remember when but I did call 911 one time and I should not have and they called back and I got beat it was a big thing <laughs> but but I was like oh no this is a 911 situation like I need to call 911 she's like don't you call 911 call your uncle so I was like Oh shit. Okay. So I call my uncle and I'm like, Oh my God, grandma's having a stroke. It's happening right now. So he jumps up and he's like flying to our house. In the meantime, my grandma's like, help me get dressed. And I'm like, your face is like hanging. No, she had to get dressed. I had to comb her hair, like get her ready, everything. And then next thing I know, I hear like sirens. And I was like, and she, she looks at me, like you called and I was like, I swear to God, I swear to God, I did not call anybody. I called, I called our, my uncle. I swear to God. Well, he was getting pulled over. Oh, because <laughs> speeding and said like my mom's having a stroke. So then 
and the reason my grandma like didn't want me to call 911 was because where our house was there's a hill and our whole family lived on that hill and she just didn't want everybody knowing the business like so if they saw lights they'd be like oh shit what's going on down at tony's house so the ambulance gets there and she wasn't gonna go and then finally she she got in the ambulance she took her to the, she is a gangster right so even though she had her pride, she didn't want me to call the ambulance. When help arrived, she took it. All right. She could have fought it. She could have dug her heels in, said she wasn't going, but she did. And now I'm learning that in so many ways. Like I've done enough on my own in this life. I've proved to everyone and myself that if I have to, I can do it on my own. And I would actually do it really well. But I'm tired. Like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm scared all the time. Like, <laughs> I'm in fight or flight for like 60 to 75% of my work week. <laughs> I'm like fight or flight. So I'm tired. And I'm ready for help. I'm ready to accept all the resources. I'm ready to receive all the wealth, the blessings, assistance. So like just to God and all of my angels everything that you're sending I am ready like I'm I'm ready to stop being a badass and actually do what I came on this planet to do with all of the help that I need so awesome that's the lesson from Grandma Tony I love that so well thanks Tara thanks for coming on thank you we'll do it again sounds fun but yeah love you love you see you next time bye